Hello, everyone, and welcome to our daily podcast. I'm your host, Sawyer, and today we'll be talking about the discrimination in the chrysalids versus real life and more. We'll be covering three segments, discrimination in the book versus real life, what we thought about the book, and how this book relates to life. These topics really fit the book because the book specializes on these topics. Some of them might not be the greatest thing to do, but we wanted to tell you why and dive deeper on them. On another note, we have a special guest today, and I would like to welcome Liam. Hello, everyone. My name is Liam, as you already know, and I am very happy to be here. I've read the chrysalids before, and I'm excited to talk about it with you, Sawyer. I love the book, and I can't wait to tell you more about it. Before we get started, a quick message from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome back from our quick break. Today, let's start off by talking about discrimination in the book versus discrimination in real life. In the book, the Wakanak people had this idea of a perfect community where anything that looked different is either killed or thrown out. Now, it's not that extreme in real life, but people are still looked down on just for being different rather than either them having a disorder or even just by their skin color. Let's compare two events, one event in the book and another event in the, in real life. When Alan found out Sophie had a sixth toe, David and Sophie had to fight off Alan so Sophie could run away. People who had a different skin color had to go through something like that as well. They had to fight to be freed from slavery, just like how David and Sophie had to fight so Sophie could run away and be free. Now let's take a short ad break. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that quick ad break. This is our second segment, and we'll be talking about our thoughts on the chrysalids. Okay, to start things off, this book is very strange, to say the least. This book shows how anything with a mutant or deformation is killed. They live in a society where it has a nuclear outcast area where people with differences escape to. I think that this is not fair, because these people did not choose to have those differences. They were born with them. Also... I think that this book shows a great example of the consequences of discrimination. Well, that's my opinion, but how did you feel about this book, Liam? I thought this book was creepy and weird. I liked how they showed that nobody knew where any place was except for Wapnuck. They called Zealand Sealand, and this is crazy because it puts a huge spin on the way people see the world. Well, that wraps up our second segment, and next will be our last segment, how the book relates to life. Welcome back from our short break, and here we will talk about what characters we think we are in the book, and also what our communities are like in the book versus in real life. I think I'm mostly like David because we are both caring people. David also always tries to help his friends, and I do too. David doesn't really live in a great community, and he was quite curious when he was younger like me. He wondered what was wrong with being different just like how I wondered why the grass was green. 
my point is, is that me and David have some things in common more than more than any other character in the book. But what is your community like compared to the community in the book, Sawyer? Well, I think that our communities aren't that much different because everybody pretty much knows everyone. Like Bell River is a pretty small community compared to others. And everyone in Wacknook knows each other just like us. Of course, in our community, we can have our own religions and everything like that. But in the book, they are somewhat forced to believe in God and that everyone that looks different is a deviation from the devil and all that. So like I said, our communities aren't that much different. It's just a matter of us having our own opinions. Have you ever wanted a fast cleaner? Well, now you can get one with the all-new kitchen sponge. It absorbs wet messes like a breeze, selling for only $16.99. Shop now at www.soapmagic.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is our final part of the podcast, and now we will say our final thoughts about the book. So, I thought this book was a pretty good read. I definitely recommend that you be at least 14 to read it, because it had some context that was pretty hard to read, and also some violent parts. The book can be a bit slow at parts, but overall, it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. I thought that it could be a bit slow, as you said. Also, I found that out that some characters didn't get developed enough, like Roseline. I thought she didn't have enough time in the book for us to really get to know her. Another thing I thought about the book is that the world that they live in is Earth. At least that's my theory. Because they're a place called Sealand, which is actually New Zealand. It just adds up to me. Well, this concludes our daily podcast, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Tune in for our next one on Tuesday, August 14th. P.S. We'll be rowling into our next podcast. Thank you. I'm your host, Sarah Crancy, and good night.